Hi, my name is Robert and welcome to this Bright Thing Academy podcast lesson. This is brought to you by Bright Thing Academy, the online learning place where you can gain free accredited certificates from level two to level four. And thank you to outcourse.co.uk for helping to make this possible. So in this lesson, we're going to be looking at Porter's five forces, understanding competitive forces to maximize profitability. Now, to give you an idea about how this is linked from the first two podcasts, the SWOT and the SWOC analysis helped you understand what's happening inside the organization or with a certain person, whereas the PEST analysis helped you look at what was happening externally. Now, Porter's five forces looks more at what's going to be happening inside your industry or your segment of the market, let's just say. Porter's five forces are a simple but powerful tool for understanding the competitiveness of your business environment and identifying your strategy's potential profitability. This is useful because when you understand the forces of the environment or the industry in which you operate, that you can impact or affect your profitability. You'll always be able to adjust your strategy accordingly. For example, when you take fair advantage of a strong position or improve a weak one and avoid taking the wrong steps in the future. Now, in this podcast lesson, we're going to explore each of Porter's five forces. We look at how this can help you to analyze the strengths, weaknesses of a position and how it can impact your long-term probability. Now, it's important to understand where this academic model first came from. And this was created by Harvard Business School by Professor Michael Porter to analyze the industry's attractiveness and liking profitability. Since his publication in 1979, it has become one of the most popular and highly regarded business strategy tools. So certainly one that you would need to understand and learn for academic studies or to implement into a real situation. Porter recognized that organizations can keep a close watch on their rivals, but he encouraged them to look beyond the actions of their competitors and examine what other factors could impact the business environment. He identified the five forces that make up the competitive environment, which can be eroded of your profitability. These are the first force, competitive rivalry. This looks at the number of strengths of your competitors. How many rivals do you have? Who are they? And how does this qualify for products and services? And how does it compare to yours? Where the rivalry is intense, companies can attract customers with aggressive price cuts or high impact marketing campaigns. Also in markets with low rivals, suppliers and buyers could go elsewhere. So feel like they're not getting a good deal from you. So that's the first force, the rivalry. Is it strong or is it weak? And how does this impact on what your product selling is? Pricing, uh, profit margins. Now the second force uh, is the supplier power. So this is determined by how easy it is for your suppliers to increase their prices. How many potential suppliers do you have? How unique is the product or service that they provide? And how expensive would it be for you to switch from one supplier to another? So what this is saying basically is when you are 
pricing a product or a service up, you have to think of your rivalry. Is it a unique, is it differentiated? So you could have high prices, or is it just similar to what everyone else is doing to which you'd have low prices? But on top of that, you have to think of the supplier power. Who is the person making your product? Now, if it's made in-house, then you have no problem at all. But if your supplier power is someone that may be in a different country manufacturing your product, how easy is it for you to switch to a new supplier? What would the price of that be involved? How easy would it be for your supplier to increase their prices in actually making the product for you? All things that you have to consider. And certainly that second force is now pushing against the first force of that competitive rivalry. And then of course we have the third force, which is buyer power. So here you've got to ask yourself, how easy is it for buyers to drive your prices down? How many buyers are there? How big are their orders? How much would it cost them to switch from your products and services to those of a rival? When you deal with only a few savvy customers, they may have more power, but your power increases if you have many customers. So there you go, there's your third. third. So the buyer power, is your product unique? If it is, that's great because the suppliers, the buyers can only really go to you. But if it's not so unique, the buyers could switch. So again, that impacts on what you're planning profit-wise, organization-wise, strategy-wise. So now already we have three forces pushing down on your business and on your prices and your strategy. You've got that competitive rivalry. You've now got the supplier power, the people who are making your products and the buyers, your customers. So that leads us to the fourth force, which is the threat of substitution. This refers to the likelihood of your customers finding a different way of doing what you do. For example, if you supply a unique software product that automates an important process, people could substitute it by doing this process manually or even outsourcing it. A substitution that is easy and cheap to make can weaken your position and threaten your profitability. So technology is having a huge impact on this. If you're an accountant, why would someone choose you over a substitute like Xero or accountancy software in general? If you're a graphic designer, could someone substitute you for many, many mass online software like Canva.com on the marketplace? And then the fifth and final force that hits you is the threat of new entry. Your position could be affected by people's ability to enter your market. So think about how easily this could be done. How easy is it to get a foothold of your industry or market? How much would it cost and how could you tightly uh, make your sector regulated so basically new people coming onto the market new competition uh, is it easy for them entering the market is it easy for them to copy your products i mean you may have things in place to stop that from happening like patent or patent pending trademarks and copyrights but still people will enter the market bigger companies will enter the market for example um, multinational companies like Amazon takes into retail, it takes into almost right now trying to take over Etsy. Um, so even technology companies take over technology companies. So all the things that you have to think about. And when you put those really key points together, um, you create Porter's five forces. So the five forces that are gonna be pushing into your organization, they were the competitive rivalry. So competition that's already on the market. 
the threat of new entry, the supplier power, the buyer power, and the threat of new substitution. So when you put this model together with your SWOT analysis, which is looking at internally, and your PEST analysis, which is looking externally, you now have what I would consider a full view of your strategy, internal, external, and what's happening very specifically in your industry. Now, uh, brainstorm this, uh, work with others in your organization, uh, the relevant factors for your market or situation, and check them against factors listed in the forces diagram. It's important to really take your time over this and research it as you would do with both the SWOT and the PEST analysis. Now, according to Porter, these five forces are the key sources of competitive pressure within an industry. He stressed that it's important not to confuse them with fleeting factors that might grab your attention, such as industry growth rates, government interventions, and technological interventions. These are temporary factors, whilst Porter's five forces are permanent parts of the sector. So regardless of what technological innovations there are and industry growth rates, they can come and go, but you're always, always going to have supplier power, buyer power, competitive rivalry, substitutes, and new entries. And to summarize it, that's what makes up Michael Porter's five forces model. Thank you for listening to this podcast lesson, which is brought to you by BrightThink Academy, a free online learning platform where you can gain accredited certificates from level two to level four. And also thank you very much for making this possible, outcourse.co.uk.